You are Locked On Bulldogs, your daily podcast on the Georgia Bulldogs. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Hello and welcome back to the Locked On Bulldogs podcast. I am Daniel. I am Clint. We have a, uh, actually for the first time, uh, intern Michael has resigned. Um, oh, we didn't that's, We didn't well, get to fire him beforehand. He knew it was coming. Yeah, Yep. It turns out that resigned in resigned in disgrace. In disgrace. When you be, when you're the reason that a podcast doesn't get out in time, you you don't resign. You, like that's called running in shame, Sherpa. That's 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 correct. Okay. Well, um, we'll see if we take him back. Hey, we're glad that you joined us on this episode of Locked On Bulldogs on Locked On Podcast Network. He is Daniel. I am Clint. And we don't take ourselves too seriously on this podcast, but we do take our fandom of UGA very, very seriously, and we hope you do too. That's why we made this podcast, to be for fans, by fans, not gurus or insiders whatsoever. We take two things seriously, the University of Georgia athletics mm-hmm. and the standard that we hold our interns to. That's correct. Those are the things that we take seriously on this show. Um, <clears throat> we're glad that you're here. As Clint said, we're here five days a week to have real fans, uh, real conversations for real fans. And so if you were looking to be lured behind a paywall by some shady figure that promises to tell you uh, who the next five five-star recruits um, that are going to be committing to the University of Georgia are, well, that's not this place. But we will tell you that when the five-star recruits lift up the LSU hat with a little Georgia hat mm-hmm. hiding underneath and they put that bad boy on, ooh, we like that. We feel good. Ooh, that, we'd, like to, we'd like to see that. Um, boy, the tape, the tape on that kid, that Mondin kid. Ooh, ooh, it's ugly. No, oh. it's ugly for the, it's ugly for the offense. That's I'll tell you that exactly right, right now. It's not a lot of speed, a lot of bad Turns intentions. Turns out coming. you can't stop speed that much. No. So, uh, we're we're here five days a week, as we said. Uh, subscribe to the podcast. Leave us a five star rating and or review. Uh, hit us up. On Twitter at Dogs Podcast via email lockedonbulldogs at gmail.com. Uh, today is Friday, which means there's a football game tomorrow. Hey, oh. And, um, wait, has the football game been canceled due to COVID yet? Look, I can't joke. I can't. I can't joke. I can't joke. <laughs> We're not too soon. Can't, I can't do it. It's too, it's too soon. Yep. Uh, fact or fiction today mm-hmm. in anticipation of the football game tomorrow. And so, um, we're actually not going to start on the gridiron, though. No, this first factor fiction, first factor fiction is uh, something we did not get to because of the locks yesterday on the Thursday episode. But big night for the University of Georgia on Wednesday night. Wednesday more. Wednesday morning got a commitment from a five-star recruit, and on Wednesday night, a former five-star recruit on the basketball court sauntered his way to the virtual lottery and walked out of there with the number one overall pick in the NBA draft. Clint, first time in the history of your UGA basketball that that has ever happened. I don't care if you're a UGA basketball fan or not. If you're listening to this podcast, you need to become a UGA basketball fan. And if you don't think that it's a big deal that your university produced a number one overall pick in the draft lottery, then you need to rethink how to think look because this is a very big deal okay when we started this podcast daniel we were this was a football exclusive podcast okay three three and a half four years ago we started this thing and i said to daniel i have no interest in speaking about basketball daniel said well i have my work cut out for me 
Ant-Man has done all the work for you. Daniel, I, I liked talking about EG Basketball. I got into it when he's there. I am now fully fled, pledged to dive headlong into basketball season because of this announcement. I am in an area of America in which Timberwolves games are the in-network games. You better believe that I'm buying my son's Timberwolves gear. We're driving to those games. We are watching every bit of it. This is huge for UGA uh, in the long run. And Ant-Man, go get you some. Like, so happy for you. Uh, And so, Daniel, with that being said... Uh, this fact or fiction, I'm going to tee up for you. This, this needs to be yours to answer first. Here's, here's a fact or fiction. Okay. Do, do you not want me to ask the fact or fiction? No, I'm ready. Okay, good. No, I'm I, ready. I mean, I mean, prepare yourself, steady yourself. I'm steady. Okay. I'm steady. I was actually doing some counting over here. Um, Clint, that's what the, do you know the look, how, the look you know of how, math going through your head? That's what the look. Was. Yeah, yeah, that's that's what it was. Do you know how many teams have more number one overall picks? How many NCAA teams okay. have produced more, not the same number, but more number one overall picks than the University of Georgia has at this point in time? Uh, that seems like a. Uh, um, I, I'm going to say three. It's 20. <laughs> Only it's 20. I don't know why you would think there would be. I, I was trying to make a point. Yeah. You you really undercut oh, my point. Listen, here's here's the, the Duke. The Duke University mm-hmm. leads leads all of America, all universities in America with by producing the most number 1 overall picks, Clint. Four. They've had four number 1 overall picks. Okay. In their history. Uh, Kentucky's had three. Every other school... Two. Has had less than three. Yeah. Two, one, or none. Uh, Producing a number one overall pick is a big deal. Uh, Now, back to Anthony Edwards. Uh, Anthony Edwards, fact or fiction, Anthony Edwards will be one of at least four first-round draft picks for UGA... This decade. This decade. So between 2020, Uh this draft, and so I need three more to make this a fact. Correct. I need three more first-round draft picks. Not number one overalls, obviously. but first round. uh, Clint, I'm going to say this is a stone-cold fact. Mm. It's an absolute stone-cold fact, and here's my logic behind it. I think there's a first-round draft pick on this roster right now. So that means I only need two more to get me. I only need two more recruits in the next eight years. Look to come to the University of Georgia. Severe Wheeler going going what fifth next year, Daniel? Is that what your guess is? No, <laughs> sir. No, it ain't that. Um, look, I think I think there are a couple of guys on this roster. Um. Obviously, um, Tumani Kamara, mm. I think, uh, physically has the tools if he can, if he can improve the shot. On, I think, baby. I think he's got a shot. If Christian Brown can put it together and not act like he just had a seizure every time he touches the basketball, like he did last season, uh, I think he's a very gifted athlete, could be, can be an elite defender, which is enough to get you, mm-hmm. uh, to be an NBA 
uh, an NBA first round draft pick. I think there's a couple guys on on this particular team, and I think with the way Tom Crean is recruiting, I think you will see. I think the I think Anthony Edwards getting drafted number one only helps this be a more of a fact. Of course. But, so give me yeah, give me fact. Uh, Ten years with this program, with the emphasis that we put on this is this is a stone cold lock, hundred uh, percent. No one else is a stone cold lock, Daniel. The Rockies producing great flavor tasting beer. That's what a stone cold lock is, Daniel. Well, that's that's accurate. Uh, accurate, and that's exactly what Coors Light has brought us. Coors Light is coming straight to your door, straight from the Rockies, where it is brewed with crisp, refreshing taste, and it's exactly what you need to unwind from your busy day and everything else that's going on in the midst of COVID. As football season begins tomorrow, go ahead and get you a pack before the nail biting finish against Mike Leach. Don't. Can we not? I'm, I'm just preparing. I'm getting mentally ready myself. And Coors Light is helping me do that. Coors Light is the beer that Daniel and I go for when we need a break, when we need to chill out. Because it is the beer that is literally made for chilling. Go ahead and get yours straight to your door at get.coorslight.com. That is get.coorslight.com. Straight to your door. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Celebrate responsibly. Uh, We've got two more uh, factor fictions to do, Clint. But before we do, can I just say four first round draft picks in this decade? That's what we just said. Georgia has eight, nine now with Anthony Edwards, nine first round draft picks all time. Oh, no. Oh. oh. So we're talking about a fairly significant upward trajectory. We got some, we had, we got some works to do. We had one last decade and won the decade before that. (laughs) So, yeah, let's let's get to work. Uh, Now, on to football, Clint. Let's talk about that game that you uh, rudely brought up uh, your prediction that this is going to be a nail-biter of a game. I don't think it's going to be a nail-biter. I just think it's going to be closer than you want it to be, which you want it to be 35 points. So that's not saying a lot. Clint, um, fact or fiction, multiple quarterbacks are going to play for the University of Georgia in the first half of the game on Saturday. Uh, this is fiction. This fiction. Is, this whoever, is fiction. So whoever, whoever, comes whoever out. trots out there, that's the guy. Correct. And – until possibly some mop-up duty. You and I don't predict that there's going to be mop-up duty in this game. So you are you predicting that one quarterback's going to play wire to wire uh, in this game? Correct. Barring an injury or something unforeseen, obviously. Unforeseen, yeah, yeah. You can't come at me with injury or a hard hit or another dislocated shoulder, things like that. You can't can't fault me for that. Another? So we're already making a prediction on who it's gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I didn't I didn't want to say that. <laughs> <laughs> um look, if Stetson comes out and is a starter, they're gonna he he's gonna play the whole half, okay? Uh, until there's a comfortable area that Kirby feels about it. By half you mean season. By half I mean season. Correct. Okay, cool. Correct. Yeah. This is as long as we're on the If Kirby page. has seen enough of Stetson and of Dewan and it goes with JT, then it's gonna be JT's to show us something to get in a rhythm. What's the worst that can happen? He can have another Dwan like performance and halfway through the second quarter get yanked. Like, sure, maybe, uh, possibly, but we've done that. We've done that narrative before. I think whoever starts is going to at least go the half. So that is fiction. 
Let me explain to you what I think is the only, I think it's fiction also, but let me explain to you the only scenario where this is fact. And that is quite simply, Dewan starts the game because Stetson is physically unable to perform. Dewan's, and I didn't say he was injured. Notice, I said, Notice. physically unable to perform. We're just going to leave it at that. And no one has to dig any deeper. Uh, if Dewan starts the game uh-huh. and he comes out looking like trash, you know Kirby ain't going to have a problem with a short hook on Dewan. And then maybe you see JT roll in um, second quarter if things are not going well mm-hmm. with Dewan. And it's not like that's an unforeseeable situation. So I would say that's the only scenario in which if JT starts the game, uh, if Stetson starts the game, they're they're going to go the whole half. If Dewan starts the game, I, I'm not predicting he's going to play badly enough to get pulled, but he he's the only one I think that could play badly enough to get pulled, and so that's the only scenario where that would happen. Clint, um, uh, let's talk about Bill Barr. Mm. Should we? I think we have. Can to. we? I think we need to. Must we? We must. We need to. Um, uh, let me talk to you about the best tasting protein bar on the market. Now, um, you know that Bill Bar is low in calories. It's high in protein. It's low in sugar. Um, you know that it's keto approved. You know that it comes in a million amazing flavors. Did you know, Clint? Did you even know? Okay. That there are two new flavors. Of Bill Bar. Hell. That are on a limited release oh, no. right now. Do they come oh, in a cooler? Here's here's what I'm about to do to you. What do you think about pumpkin chocolate chip cookie? Bill Bar. Look, look, the pumpkin craze knows no bounds. It does not. What do you think about maple pecan? Oh, Clint? pecan and I can have a good mm. time. Listen, fall flavors are out. Um, Bill Bars are made with 100% real chocolate. Uh, they're low in calories. They are high in protein. They are low in sugar. They're high in fiber. And um, they are the protein bar that tastes like a candy bar. They're chewy and delicious. And you can get a box. You can build your own. You can get a mixed box. You can get a box of all maple pecan if you would like. And you can get them delivered straight to your door. And you do that by going to Built Bar. Dot com, and you enter that little promo code locked on, and you don't know. You don't know what's going to happen. I'll tell you what's definitely going to happen. You're going to get 20% off your order, but maybe you're going to get a cooler in there as well. Who knows? Locked on in the promo code BuiltBar.com uh, for the best tasting protein bar that there is. All right. The last fact or fiction has to do with a season-long preview uh, and including maybe a, a next year preview as well, Daniel. Uh, it is this. Jordan Davis doesn't play another down for UGA again. Uh, now, the reason I bring this up. Well, well, folks, it's been a fun it's been a fun ride on the podcast. We are uh, we're shutting it down. I uh, I'm retiring from the show. It's been great. We've had a great t- we've had a great run honestly we've had a really great time it's been great look uh richard LeCount, by the way richard LeCount came out this week and said if i can play i'm out there now i, I don't know if he's going to get cleared to come out and play and i don't know if he has that word yet 
you know, side. But regardless, uh, hey, Richard. I'll tell you, I'll tell you this. You and I, notorious uh-huh. people that are willing to call Richard LeCount out. Correct. On some things that I feel like other Georgia fans just blanket give him a pass about. But you cannot, you cannot help but love Richard LeCount. Love Richard LeCount. He's the best among us, Clint. This is the guy that you want playing on your football team. Period. Period. So, uh, Richard, you are already a damn good dog. Uh, Thank you. If you play again, cannot, Thank you. cannot wait to see you again. If you don't, uh, Godspeed to you, young sir, and go do mm-hmm. something. We hope you can. Uh, Jordan Davis, elbow injury. Did not play last week or two weeks ago because of COVID. Uh, Noticed. Uh, very noticeable. V- yes. Very noticeable. Very. Do we see him out on the field again for UGA ever? Yeah, I, I think... The you know we had some of this in the Sugar Bowl last year, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You had you saw a lot of people shutting it down. You saw a lot of people, you know, kind of moving on to the to the NFL draft preparations. Um, a lot of players out. A lot of players kind of doing the DeAndre Swift came to the Sugar Bowl and was used as a decoy twice, and That's I'm right. not even really sure why he came, but I'm glad he did. Um, and so this is going to be the thing. Anytime your team is out of it and UGA is out of it, there's nothing to play for. No. Georgia players do not care about uh, Peach Bowl wins. They're not. They're not Florida. They don't. We don't celebrate that kind of thing. So, uh, so anytime that happens, you're going to have people talk um, about players shutting it down, and 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 we might see it. We might see it. But I, but I'll be surprised. I'll just say that I'll be surprised. Okay. If we see it with a name like Jordan Davis or really anybody, there's nobody that I can think of right now that like just leaps to my mind. Like, yeah, this guy's a real candidate. I mean, if it's anybody, it's Jordan Davis. That's right. Who's a real candidate to shut it down? I don't. I don't think we're going to necessarily see it. Um, and so I'm going to call this a. Um, You're saying a fiction. fiction. George, Jordan Davis is going to play uh, plenty more downs for the University of Georgia. Daniel, I, I have a sneaking suspicion this is fact. I have a sneaking suspicion this elbow injury just, is going to linger. It has nothing to do with Jordan Davis. Uh, gosh, and if it's you true. You think that this injury is going to linger and now, and now and that's why he's not going to play. Correct. Now. That is interesting. I just, which if if that's the case, bleh, just gross all around. I hate every moment of it. Um, I don't know why this just came to mind. I think it's because talking about a defensive player that I would hate to not see again. Uh, hey, Roquan Smith, real quick. Why, why don't you go ahead and just be the best linebacker in the NFL? He going to do it. Okay. Well, good. Glad he, you- uh, Clint, Clint. Are you surprised? Raise raise your hands. And <laughs> look, if anybody is the least shocked in the entire world, it's this guy right here, Roquan Smith, my favorite dog uh, ever. I didn't say the best; I said my favorite. Um, 
that broke in play. And yeah, he, he doing some things. So it would be a shame to lose somebody. And Jordan Davis is as high a caliber as anybody on this team uh, going to be drafted. Uh, it would suck to not have him back. Uh, hey, go enjoy the game. Hopefully this fact or fiction, I've got you prepared. Daniel, any parting words for the people? Well, I was gonna. I was gonna say this. I'm just gonna. I'm just gonna throw this. I'm gonna drop this into the ether. And you're gonna run. And then, and then we're just gonna let it sit there. Okay. 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 And, and look, maybe, maybe I haven't seen it, but I've looked at a lot of them. And and so I'm just gonna say this. Somebody send me the 2021 NFL mock draft that has Jordan Davis in the first round. Somebody find it and send it to me because I've looked at a lot and he ain't there. He's not being mocked in the first round by many of the people that are doing these things. This is going to suck for you because I can do it right now, Daniel. Uh, Sports Illustrated has Jordan Davis going 21st to the Minnesota Vikings in the first round. Well, there you go. There you go. All right. Well, see you later, Jordan. <laughs> and uh, see you later, listeners. It's been fun. Asher will be taking over for me on Monday. <laughs> and uh, uh, executive producer intern Michael, I guess, uh, will be running the running the thing from here on out. So that was that was the least climactic ending ever to the podcast. I'm so glad I had that opportunity. Hey, thanks for joining us on the Lockdown Bulldogs Podcast Network. <laughs> We'll see you guys on Monday. See ya.